Good morning and welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. Celebrate an Afrelech and a Shushan Purim Katan. Wonderful to be able to have multiple opportunities to celebrate Purim and Shushan Purim this year. I want to thank our 10 Minutes of Meaning series sponsor of the year, Jeffrey Gelb, in memory of Mishulam ben David, Shendel Baz David, Avner ben Avram Cohen. And all of our learning is dedicated for a speedy, complete, and painless refuah shlema for Esther Tila Basari al and Carmel Shai ben Reza. We are in the 19th parak of Mesila Susharim. The Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato has been taking us through this formula, through this march, to become better versions of ourselves, which will not happen because we wish it. Piazetz Rebbe writes so beautifully, Chavos HaTamidim and Tzav Veziros, he writes, the difference between a resolution and a wish. A wish is, I wish tomorrow morning I'd wake up and be 20 pounds lighter. I wish that tomorrow morning I'd wake up and be more patient. I wish tomorrow morning I'd wake up and I'd know Shas by heart. Those are wishes, and the wishes bear little real, rem, resemblance to reality. A wish is a hope, a wish is a dream. A wish is unlikely and borderline impossible to happen. A resolution is a plan. A resolution is a determination. A resolution is a decision. I want to take care of my health and wellness. I want to daven better. I want to learn more. I want to improve my midos. I want to enrich my relationships. Here's my plan. Here's my timeline. Here are the metrics through which I will measure it. Here's how I will become and improve and be a better person. It's a totally, totally different, totally different type of thing. So Mesil Shashon, the Ramchal, is telling us that in order to be the better and best versions of ourselves, we can't live off of wishes. We're not going to wake up and be transformed to those people or to be living those lives, we have to make a resolution. You gotta have a plan. You gotta live with Zahiris and Zrizus and Nikias and Precious and so on and so forth, all the way leading up to Chasidus. Not a wish and a dream, but a resolution and a plan. Chasidus has been all about how to not be satisfied with good, but strive for great, how to not get, get away with the minimum, but how to be a maximalist, how to try to do above and beyond. To go above and beyond today's dafyomi, the eladvarim she'in lahem shiur. These are the things that there is no measure. You're not maxed out. You're not capped out. Go for more. Strive for more. Reach for higher. Don't be satisfied with the lowest common denominator. Don't set the bar low, but strive. Have ambition for great. So we talked about that in the, in the character trait of yira, and now he's moved over to the character trait of ava. Whoever loves God, a true love, an intimate love. Whoever has a real affection for Hashem, if you're in love, if you long, if you crave, then you will not abandon unless you have no choice. Someone who loves their child will be there, will take a bullet, will jump in front of a car, will do anything in the world. Someone who's in love romantically with their spouse just craves time together, just wants to be able to confide. And the only thing that will separate them is when they have to be apart when they have to be working, when they have responsibilities. It's a sign of a struggling or dysfunctional relationship if you, you know, when you see the other person's name on the caller ID, does your heart skip a beat? Are you so excited you can't press answer fast enough? Can you not wait to hear what they have to say and be able to confide in them? When you see their name on the caller ID, you go, ugh. Can I ignore again? How many times can I ignore in a row before them called out? Do I have a good excuse why I can't answer? How quickly can I get off the phone? Does your heart skip a beat? Or does your stomach turn in knots? That'll tell you everything about 
the relationship. Sometimes young people ask me, they're dating and how do I know and how do I feel? And I think that's an amazing barometer. When you see the other person on the caller ID, what does your gut tell you? What's your reaction? Does your heart skip a beat? Are you excited to be able to answer? You could be married. There are people married 20, 30, 50 years still. The other person calls them, so excited. And there are other people that have been married for five minutes and the other person calls them, like a vault, how do I get out of this? How can I press ignore? How many times, how quickly can I press ignore? So the Ramchal is telling us the same is true in our relationship with Hashem. When we have an opportunity to spend time with Hashem, we just concluded a minion. We're about to start the next minion. So does the heart skip a beat? I love the words of the sitter. I can't wait to talk and confide. I can't wait to thank him and protest and ask him and just open up my heart to him. Or do you krecht? Ach, another minion, another davening, another sitter. Another announcement. Another announcement. Yeah, my stomach turns in knots. <laughs> while, your heart, while your heart skips many beats. But we love your announcements, Ayah. But that's the litmus test. That's the metric to measure any relationship in life and also our relationship with Hashem. And just like the relationships in life, if we're correcting, if our stomach's turning in knots instead of our heart skipping a beat, we have to ask ourselves why and what can we do about it? How can we improve and how can we invest ourselves? And what outside support and therapy do we need? What book can I read? How much more time do I need to spend? And the same is true in our relationship with Hashem. It should be a love affair. It should be romantic. We should crave that time, that opportunity. We should feel fulfilled by confiding. This is a coveted virtue that the early Hasidim, the Rishonim, were privileged to have. And uh, I think Avram Fried made famous. Like the deer cries longingly at the brook for water. The deer that's parched, the deer that's thirsty, the deer that's been running and playing all day is so thirsty, so dehydrated, that deer runs to the brook and can't wait to lap up the water. My soul thirsts for you, Hashem. When will I merit to come? When will I merit to come? Hashem. Pasuk says, When will I merit to come to feel close to be in your courtyard? The Rebbe Chabad made famous that Hashem, my soul thirsts for you. All these descriptions of David HaMelech are not, I got to go to another minion, do I have a good excuse? It's still Corona, the end of the spike, maybe it's better I shouldn't. Are we looking for ways out or are we looking for ways in? Do we count down to when we get to go or do we count down to when it's over? Stavar Amalek describes this romantic loving, this thirst. I'm dehydrated spiritually. I'm so thirsty. Please give me a drink, Hashem. Samalachanafshi, my soul is thirsty for you. My soul wants to know and feel, wants to be on fire. Samalachanafshi. Kayo, Saragalafike Mayim. Kenafshi Saragelach Elokim, my soul. Saragelach Elokim. It's crying, it's yearning for you. It can't wait to spend time with you. This is all tshuka. Tshuka is a thirst. A thirst. Our parsha deals, discusses being mevakshe Hashem in the Olmoid. Our parsha uses the lashon mevakshe Hashem. Those who are seeking and searching, those who are hungry. You see there with the Targum, how the Targum translates what it means to be a mevakesh Hashem. Hungry, thirsty. He quotes many, many psukim that all describe for David HaMelech, he was writing romantic cards to Hashem, 
all the time. You know, last year, one of our members, uh, Zev Radin, lost his, his father, a very, very special man. And uh, at the Shiva, he showed his father used to leave love notes for his mother. They were married 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Embarrassed newlyweds everywhere. Put, put the Shana Rishona people to shame. Married 40, 50 years, little love notes. Every day she would find all over the house, left for her. Just love, just overflowing that love, that affection. So that's what David HaMelech, all of Sefer Tehillim is, there's love note to Hashem. Can't get enough. So the real question that Amchal is challenging us, you want to be a chassid, don't just check off I davened, I put on my tefillin, I put on my talis, check, check, check. I hit my daf yomi, I put my dollar in the pushka, check, check, check. Done with God, finally I can go on with my day. Now I can go do the things I enjoy. I could read the paper and go to work and I could catch up on the thing. No, it's got to be love and long to be with Hashem. That's the connection. So Hashem should be a relationship. And all of the variables and contributing factors, all the measures and metrics we use to evaluate all the other relationships in life are what we should use to evaluate and to improve our relationship with Hashem. Is there electricity? Is there romance? Do we spend time? Do we communicate? Do we long? Is our stomach in knots or does our heart skip a beat? One more sentence. He says, you know, there are two types of love one can have in the world. The Rambam writes this in the The Rambam talks about there are two types of love. There's an ava tuluya badaver and ava sheinu tuluya badaver. We have a dependent love. A dependent love is you do for me, so I love you for what you do for me. You provide, you give, you enable, and therefore my love, my whole relationship is predicated, and it is about, based on you do, you provide for me, so I love you in return. Now you see this all the time when it comes to politicians. When you have an elected official, they love the constituent and the constituents love them. And there's an enormous amount of superficial avataluya badavar going on. And the way you know that is because if that congressman serves one term and is voted out in the next cycle, all the love is lost. They don't love him anymore. He doesn't love or need them anymore. Everyone forgets each other's name and deletes them, their contact from their phone. It's an ava. There are exceptions to the rule. There are genuine real relationships and they're beautiful. I don't mean to overgeneralize, but it's a world of avataliyabadavar. You do for me, I love for you. But that's not what we strive for in our relationship with Hashem. You provide, you give, you donate, you support, and therefore I love you in return. No, it's an avashe'enataliyabadavar. It's an ava, it's a love which is from afar, from a distance. Even if I receive nothing, I love and admire you for who you are, what you stand for, what you represent, what you teach, what you bring and do in this world. We'll talk more about this when we continue the Mirza Shem next week. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. We continue 845, living with the moon at 9 o'clock tonight. Go behind the beam with Alana Twig, an incredible farmer keeping Shemitah in Israel. Have a great day.